0: Are you kidding me? I cannot believe the news that came across Twitter, my phone, text messages, phone calls, Facebook messages, you know, any website. Devontae Adams, the Packers phenom, two-time, all-pro wide receiver, is now a Las Vegas Raider. Who saw that coming?
1: So... Wow! I think I was the first, one of the first few people to see this because I had just happened to open Twitter. Insane! And it and it was a tweet one minute ago. It did the same, though, Chester, s- saying that hey, Devonte Adams is traded. Then I sent it to you and RJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and incredible! And it was and it all it said at that time was for two premier picks. But turns out it was their first and second round pick. Yeah, in this uh, next month's draft. But do you remember like a month ago when Devontae Adams purchased a house and we mentioned it in passing that it was in Las Vegas? Yeah, we're like, oh, tee-hee, ha-ha. I think we joked about him going to the Raiders. Well, I remember in passing we're like, oh, he bought a house in Las Vegas. And And that's when Rodgers was building his house outside of Nashville, right? And it was just kind of like a whatever. Well... Hindsight 2020, that that. house in Vegas, maybe Aaron Rodgers, Brian Gutekunst, Devontae Adams, and the Las Vegas Raiders knew exactly what was going to be happening.
0: We should have seen uh, the writings on the tea leaves. Absolutely shocking. It was like shock. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a joke. I thought maybe like Schefter and Rappaport got hacked uh, because right before baseball came back with the lockout, it was uh, Jeff... Passin. he got ha- I don't know if you saw this already, but he got hacked by some like NFT, quote unquote art dealer. So it was like some kid that hacked Jeff Passen, and, Jeff- and that was when baseball came back. I thought Schefter and Rappaport got hacked
1: two weeks ago. Two weeks ago was the rumor that Devontae Adams bought a house in Las Vegas for twelve million dollars. Oh, is that what it was? Well, that rumor is officially true, and, and he's moving there. He's living there. He's
0: moving in. Uh, the two men in a truck are going from Green Bay to Las Vegas. I
1: I remember like it was just a very brief in passing, like, hey, Devontae Adams got a home in Las Vegas. Him and Carr are going to be neighbors, college teammates. Devontae Adams is a West Coast guy. Yep. Ha ha. Aaron Rodgers bought a house in Tennessee. He's going to go to the Titans. But we we squashed the Devontae Adams stuff right away. We're like, nah. Didn't even think about it.
0: Didn't even think about it. And then what happens? Well, Devontae Adams gets the franchise tag put on him, and then that's well, when the drama starts boiling up. He says, "I'm not going to blame for you guys on the franchise." Well, you think
1: about it: when you have these guys that make a ton of money, and they're in- investing this money all over. Aaron Rodgers has a home in he's multiple like six hom- homes, yeah, multiple homes in California, Green he's, Bay, Nashville.
0: He's got a record studio. He's got he, he owns his own record label, Rowdy, in California too.
1: Yeah, Devontae Adams has a couple homes. So when they do buy pl- uh, homes in like certain areas, like a a Nashville where people love to visit, or a yeah. Vegas where people love to visit, yeah, great vacation spot. Don't even think about it.
0: No, not at all. And, I mean, they got mo- they got more money than God, Rowdy. They have fu money. If I had fu money, I have houses all over the place. Hell, just yesterday, my wife Jenny was talking about we should get a house down south somewhere, and once the winter comes, just like f- fly down there. Not a not a crazy <laughs> house like Devonte Adams.
1: Just like a little condo or something. And I said, all right, sounds good to me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did she realize that you guys are like 30 years away from that?
0: No, she, uh, well, no, I mean, we can actually do it. So it's, um, she's like, let's get a little condo south somewhere that we can uh, abscond away. But here's the thing I'm not leaving. I ain't even leaving. Over the line, rowdy. So Devontae Adams, the report now is a five year, $141.25 million contract from the Raiders. And then more news came out. The Packers were not only willing to pay Adams that much, but also were willing to give him more guaranteed money to stay with the Green Bay Packers. And guess what happened? Devontae Adams says, no, my dream has always to be a player for the Raiders. I'm a West Coast guy, and I get to link back up with my college teammate and friend, Derek Carr. Rowdy, this was Devontae Adams spurning the Packers. Adams wanted nothing to do with the
1: Packers anymore. Yeah, it's actually pretty crazy that the Packers offered him more. He he was the one that kind of came out and said it was about the money. Uh-huh. Remember cuz he's like I'm not playing on the franchise tag. Yeah, I want to be playing. I want to be the highest paid receiver in football, which he ended up getting yep. narrowly to go to the Raiders. But yes, Green Bay could have offered him if they wanted to 30 million. Mm-hmm. They could have made it a little bit sweeter. It, it, I I think you have to take these reports at their on their word for it. Yeah. I think Plus, he just their, their agents confirmed it. Yeah, I think he just wanted to play with his good close buddy and college quarterback and Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, Davante Adams agents Frank Bauer and Kenny Chapman confirmed that the Packers offered more money than the contract he'll sign in Las Vegas. He said simply, "It's been his lifelong dream to be with the Raiders, and here's." Here's what has come in hot on Twitter, and it's it's from low-T Bills to all the other low-T individuals out there, Rowdy, the blaming now of Aaron Rodgers for this move. See, I I didn't understand
1: that from the start.
0: The brainwashing that these low-T individuals like Grant Bills and company uh, have, it's like a clockwork orange when they open your eyes and make you watch all the TVs, and they just keep brainwashing you. I don't know what these low-T individuals like Bills are doing. But the blaming of Aaron Rodgers is out in full force when you can specifically point to Devontae Adams and see he is the one that has turned his back on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they want to talk about loyalty and Aaron Rodgers not having, uh, you know, holding the Packers hostage, and he's a he's a diva. Blah blah blah. All of that what you're saying about Rodgers should be now put on Devontae Adams. I'm not mad at the guy for getting the bag for getting the money, but he's the one, Devontae Adams. That is is the one that turned his back on the Green Bay Packers, and you can make the case, is the actual diva.
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of people that were agreeing with that, saying that because Aaron Rodgers took the money, that's why they don't have Devontae Adams. But when you look at it, no. yeah, Aaron Rodgers got his, got his money. Yeah, he did, especially in those first three years. But also... It was salary cap friendly for the first two years. Yeah. And with the reports coming out that they actually did offer Devontae Adams to be the highest paid receiver, it probably was close to $30 million a year. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it. Rogers deal freed up money in the first two years to be able to sign Devonte Adams. So both of them would have got the money. <laughs> the It would have actually helped the salary cap signing both of them to long-term extensions at higher, um, yep. at higher wages for the first two years on the cap. But he just didn't want to play. I don't I don't get, I don't get it how that comes back on Aaron Rodgers What's when his deal how his deal opened up money and they both still could have signed. It's the
0: it's the brainwashing and it's the low team. Now
1: if he would have taken the deal where it was everything was guaranteed up front and it was like a front loaded contract and it actually hurt the salary cap for the next two years. And there was absolutely no way that they could even franchise tag Devonte, and they straight straight, <laughs> let him walk. Yeah. I get it. You could blame them, but that's not what happened. No, you're just mad that Devonte Adams is leaving. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say it. Yeah. It sucks. You don't have Devonte Adams, but arguably one of the best receivers. But I think if Goody does well in the draft and they do have five picks in the top 93 coming up uh, yep. in April, This team could be in a better spot overall without him.
0: Now, well, we have a lot of uh, layers to unpeel from this onion. I, after the initial shock wears off, I actually don't mind this. Uh, I'll tell you why. And also, I got to talk about the brainwashing that I was fighting this morning, Rowdy. After I was told, you know, asked if I got a vasectomy or not, I did not. There was another conversation I had about management of the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams. The other shocking news: if your bracket wasn't busted, or you you know, maybe had Iowa going to the Final Four, which. RJ, if you did, that's just on Still you. Still not a busted bracket. That's true. Um, I had Murray State beating Kentucky next round, so... <laughs> so take that, Wildcats. Ha! But, boys, the other shocking news, and I don't know what was more shocking, the the brackets that were busted or the news that Devontae Adams told the Packers, I don't want to play for you, and went to Las Vegas. Wow. Well, bye. bye. All right, Rowdy, what was your... So I the, I saw it shock. I thought the accounts got hacked of Schefter, Rappaport, maybe like it was a joke. And then I was like, it was like a blindsided bombshell. Uh, I think RJ is kind of the same way, right? Yeah, Rowdy, what, what, what did you go through? What was your emotions?
1: My instant reaction was just, whoa. <laughs> like, wasn't expecting it at all. Because basically all you had heard from the Green Bay Packers and from Devontae Adams was that, the, well, the Packers wanted Adams back. Adams wanted to be the highest paid receiver in football. Mm-hmm. Packers were working on getting him an extension and keeping him because they were basically trying to keep as many people from the last couple years of the team together as they could. Yep. And I think all signs were pointing to DeVonte Adams either playing on the franchise tag and being unhappy about it or they would ink him up for an extension and he would be a Packer long term. It was just what time and during the year would they get it done that that was my biggest question so i was i was pretty shocked when i saw it now am i upset about it it's always a little frustrating when you're going to lose probably the best wide the receiver, best wide in, the receiver <laughs> in the game and a guy that Rodgers, who's the best quarterback in the game right now, yep. have a has a good relationship and they play really well on the field together. The Rock and Sock connection. But then when yeah. I saw that it was for, quote, two premier picks, I was very interested to see what that was because obviously it had to be there first and then what was it going to be? So I instantly went and looked, hey, what, what picks do they have this year? Do they have two first round picks? Well, it was a first a second or a third where they're three top 100 picks turns out it was a first and a second. Then my mind starts racing going, huh, what can the Packers do with this now that they have five picks in the top 93 because then all of a sudden I'm sitting there going, well, they have been linked to OBJ who's coming off of a knee injury. They have been linked to Jarvis Landry. People are throwing out Julio Jones. I I think I would pass on at least two of those three. I think maybe the only one I'd be interested in is Jarvis Landry. Yeah. But I thought one of the bigger things was the fact that Devontae Adams, that trade freed up about $20.2 million of cap space when the Packers basically took it to the very, very last moment to, the limit. to get under the salary cap. And they were barely under the salary barely. cap. And hey, they don't ask how, well, they kind of do. They just ask how many, but now I'm looking at it saying, those reports about Rasul Douglas being in contract talks, and then he was signing, and then he's like, who the hell are you talking to? (laughs) I bet that deal gets done now. And that was what all the reports were saying. They're like, okay, Rasul Douglas is going to be a thing now. That just makes your defense even better, because now you can say you have three good corners. So on the defensive side of things, Zadarius Smith, obviously not a Packer, and then
0: the news came out that he was signing with the Baltimore Ravens. by the way. And then after the report came out that he signed Uh with the Ravens, it turns out Zadarius Smith said, you know what? Actually... No thanks. no thanks. And now
1: people are saying, Zadarius Smith, back to the Packers. See, that was I asked myself this. Do you want okay. Z'Darrius Smith back? I was asking myself the same thing. Like, I get, in those two years where he was healthy, he was by far the best outside Defino. rusher that yeah. they had. Yep. He was the best edge For rusher. Seconds. He was better than Gary. He was better than Smith. He was more consistent than both of them. But he wasn't there. He's going to continue to get older. He's going to command a lot of money. And he kind of feels like a guy that brings a little drama. I agree. Off the field. Definitely agree. Like He teased I, us all year about yeah, coming back, too. He lied to us. He called into this show
0: and lied and to said, us. said, I'm back. And then hung up.
1: He lied. He
0: lied. He was
1: not. It'll be back. interesting to see because that's going to be obviously a, know, it was in November. a big price tag, especially when you look at the <laughs> rumored deal that the Ravens got him for. I, I don't know. I think uh, I think I would rather have Rasul Douglas here for cheaper Same. and mm-hmm. potentially use those picks for an outside yeah. edge rusher.
0: Yeah. So Devonte Adams, again, if you're just waking up and wondering if you were having a nightmare yesterday, he is indeed a Las Vegas Raider. He's gone. And we, we should have seen this coming uh, from a, like a mile away. But I guess he thought everything was all hunky dory in Titletown. It's like every everyone that's got a blue check, not everyone, but most blue check marks and big J's. They have a narrative to spin about how Roger is such an evil individual. Well, look at what happened with Devonte. Adams, The dude was building a house or bought a house in Las Vegas right next to Derek Carr. He told the Packers, I'm not playing for you under the franchise tag. He had this in motion of being one of the highest paid wide receiver in the league many moons ago. If you look at it all, then the Packers come out to say, hey, we'll we'll give you the same contract that the Raiders did. We'll give you more guaranteed money, more money. And he said, no, I'm done. I'm gone. Devontae Adams is the one here who is, well, they kind of quashed the drama a little bit. But I think it was, you know, Christian Kirk got that big contract and Devontae was liking some tweets on Twitter about Kirk getting the bag, basically saying that he wanted to get the contract
1: too. The Packers ignored the Christian Kirk contract, said, you know what, we're just going to trade you then. Well, do you also think it's interesting that, so him and Derek Carr, obviously good buddies, teammates at Fresno State, set records, did all kinds of things together at Fresno. Mm -hmm. He plays with Aaron Rodgers. They do this big, you know, deal about the last dance. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, and this is what a lot of people were speculating, and I agree with it, had to have known that Devontae Adams was going to be leaving, especially because, like you said, we brought it up earlier. That's why Randomly, two weeks ago, they're like, hey, bought a house they in Vegas, house, didn't, think, didn't think anything of it. We've heard about Aaron Rodgers buying houses all over the yeah. United States. Yeah. That didn't link him to a team particularly. Well, maybe it actually was true. Maybe the reason why they made a big deal about the last dance is because Devontae Adams was like, hey, I want to go play with my buddy now. I've had a good run in Green Bay. I love you, Rodgers. Let's try and win it now. While Rodgers was sitting there the whole time saying, I'm just going back and forth with retirement because I'm starting to get to that age, but I want to be in Green Bay. Because everything that you've seen from Rodgers seems like He's never really been the one to flat out say, I want to be traded. Yeah. He's always said, eh, you know, I'm thinking about my future. I got to look at, especially the last two years, I got to look at retirement. Yeah, You've never actually heard him ask for a trade like Baker Mayfield. No. But it's all speculation, and the media loves to run with that. They do. But then, yeah, like you said, it is kind of funny that Adams is the one that wanted the bigger contract, wanted to leave. And somehow they find a way to blame Aaron Rodgers for it.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious. I wanted to play this uh, Ian Rappaport clip from earlier this morning on the NFL Network. Uh, Rappaport talking about how Devontae Adams uh, is going to fulfill his lifelong dream to play for the Raiders and becomes the uh, highest paid wide receiver in the league to do so. Take a listen to what the rap sheet had to say about the situation. Here you go.
2: Well, very quietly, this has been in the works for the last several days. (sighs) Ever since it became clear, okay, that Devontae Adams was not going to play on the franchise tag for the Green Bay Packers. And not only that, he was not going to play for the Packers. Again, they understood that Aaron Rodgers, before he signed his contract, understood that everyone knew what was happening privately in Green Bay, and they got to work with the Las Vegas Raiders on the only place that Devontae Adams wanted to go. It has been several days in different permutations of this trade, but in the end, this is where it lands. It is Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL. He goes to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for a first-round pick and a second-round pick this year. Uh, those go to the Packers. Now a little more cap space, a little, a little more ammunition to load up their roster. But that is not all, Tom. Devontae Adams gets a five-year, $141.25 mm. million contract, more than $28 million per year, which is a lot. But that is, as his agents told me last night, The Packers offered more. Simply, it was his lifelong dream to play with the Las Vegas Raiders and with quarterback Derek.
0: Wow, there you go. So the Packers knew about it, Rodgers knew about
1: it, and off he goes. So there's a lot of questions, obviously, that were surrounding that, especially last night before all the info officially came out. Yeah. But the one question I still have this morning that um, I've kind of been asking for a long time. Why the hell on all these videos do they have like, the, music? the music underneath? It? I know. Why? Why can't they just have like so you can clearly hear it? That that's my that's your biggest peeve about that's it. That's my peeve of the day from this. Well, usually it's like a funky
0: bassline, yeah, no, where that, they
1: got like. A... Why? Well, I would retort with why not. Is little, it, is it, like, in the is it like the person that puts out like a picture or a meme, and they put their little the, like the signature stamp on or stamp? Yeah, so that you the know what's there. The watermark? Yeah. Is that like? Is that why?
0: I think so. That way, if you use it in like updates and stuff, they're like, if you gotta credit it. All right. So there you go. There's information on Devante. The March Madness. You know, I've lost my mind a long time ago. I'm mad myself. We now go to a a madman when it comes to the winning ways of gambling. Our guy, gambler of the stars, Dave Esler. Uncle Dave. Good morning, my friend. How are we? Yeah,
3: uh, we are we are great. I mean, you know, are you guys going over to Milwaukee tonight or no?
1: I considered it until I saw the prices. I'm working on the ass groove on my couch, Dave.
0: Okay. Unless well, you I'll unless you're unless I'll you're coming to Milwaukee. I'll I'll be there with bells on. I'm not happening. Damn. All right. Well what are you doing for the games, Dave? I mean, like is this is this like gambling heaven to you? With all, like like,
3: if, if you win the early ones, it is. If you, if you lose and you start playing from behind, no, it sucks.
0: Well, like, let me ask you: Were you all over the St. Peter's Peacocks? You not Denver, Kentucky? I was not. <laughs> well, but, g- give, me well, for, give me some success stories. Well, give me mean, some.
3: I mean, Kentucky missed like twelve free throws. They let St. Peter's shoot fifty percent inside. I mean, you can't win doing that.
0: Have you have, well, let's start with the bad first and get to the good. Do you have any bad beats that happened uh, yesterday, Dave?
3: In the bracket or or that cost me real money?
0: Mm, Whichever hurts less for you to talk about. Um, Kentucky cost me the bracket. No, you and Rowdy. Rowdy did all of his brackets with Kentucky winning all four. Well, I had one with Kentucky in
3: the final four, and we we know what we can do with that one.
0: Use it as toilet paper? Pretty much. (laughs) Any bad beats gambling, Dave? Just to rip it off like a Band-Aid? Uh, no, no, I of either not. won
3: easily. I don't know, bad. I, they're all they all suck, but I either won easily or got killed.
0: All right, well, tell me about the ones you got one easily. Let's do some success stories. Uh, I had
3: the uh, UCLA under that was easy, and I had uh, Vermont. Those mm-hmm. were those were two winners, and I I forget the losses. That's easy to do.
0: <laughs> so, Dave, uh, today. Do you have our Wisconsin Badgers on your radar? And if not, who is on your radar when it comes to some, some great bets that my man Uncle Dave has?
3: You know, I don't. I, uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to take Colgate, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 mean, I mean, if the game was not in Milwaukee, I would probably have taken Colgate. I mean, hmm. you know, they, they did play some decent teams tough. I mean, I know it's the Patriot League, but, you know, they – they played Vermont tough. They played St. John's, Pittsburgh, um, NC State. I mean, it's not like they haven't played good teams.
0: And you're a and, you're a good Patriot too, Dave. So I get why you, the affinity with the Patriot League. You well,
3: know. you know, they, they got like a, shitload, a ton of experience. Um, you know, they got like everybody back yeah. from last year. They're the second best three point shooting team in the country. Yeah. I mean, that's a dangerous team to play. When especially when when your offense, being Wisconsin, is. Kind of one man reliant.
0: On I mean, yeah, that's seven and a half. I look, I see here at seven and a half with Wisconsin, who is like, what are they, like 16 and three and or 15 and three or something like that in games decided by six points or less. I can see how you'd be a little leery of them blowing someone out and covering a seven and a half spread, you know?
3: Well, yeah, it's kind of like the whole backdoor thing. I mean, they know if they win, they got to play again in two days. You know, they get up by a dozen or so. Well, you, you know, Davis isn't going to see the floor. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not touching it, but. All right, so I, how about this, Dave? I, yeah.
0: Which one are you touching today? Reach well, out I, reach out and touch it for us.
3: Um, I think I'm going to touch Iowa State over LSU. That's probably one of my favorites. I mean, you know, I look at that and I thought I'd like LSU, but I don't. Um, <laughs> Iowa State, you know, I mean, they got good wins. I know they haven't played good lately, but Texas, Texas, Tech, Iowa, Creighton, Memphis, Xavier, I think they're a little under-seeded and you know, I don't like LSU's youth. I, I think they're tired. If you look at a lot of teams that, that play that pace, um, especially when they're young, they, they just get tired down the stretch. I mean, they started 15-1, and and they beat Kentucky and Tennessee, but how good does that Kentucky win look today? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I just don't like LSU's last in the SEC tournament and over, um, games closer to Ames. Um, I think... Uh, I think Iowa State just slows down and frustrates LSU, and I think they they win or cover that number. And, uh,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little greedy here and ask if you have any more that for today's action, or maybe some like, are you still focusing on NBA stuff? Or are you looking at any spring no, training baseball, I, I, I like, or is it all I status?
3: I don't have time for that. I mean, if I start doing that crap, I'll I'll make mistakes. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought I heard that Rowdy was on the Buckeyes.
1: Yep. So it, it, well, this it was, is so, this is just a, a lunch bet,
0: uh, Dave. This is also a rowdy. No, no. Rowdy's is, his heart. No, no, no. Rowdy, it either is or it
1: isn't.
0: Well, Dave, you know, there, there's the bet with your head and the bet with your heart. Usually, they say don't bet with your heart, and bet with your head. Right? Like, am I wrong yeah. in saying that? Like, bet with your head, correct? Yeah. Rowdy's going with his heart. No, and, it's and, not heart.
1: It's not heart. Well, it's another H word. It's hate.
0: Well, I was gonna say someone say it's a black heart because it's the hatred he has of the sweet sister Jean that he can't Fair stand there, so then he's got to just go for the Buckeyes over Loyola of Chicago and Sister Jean.
3: Well, you know, if Kyle Young wasn't going to play, I don't think Ohio State even has a chance, but it looks like he is. I guess he's going to be limited, but, you know, I can't bet on a team that's lost four of their last five games. Um, I'm sorry. I, um, you, know, I, 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 you know, Loyola of Chicago, they're like 14th in the nation in threes. In
0: and they got the Lord U- on their side, Dave.
3: Well, like, you know, we don't even have to go there. But, <laughs> well, I um, did. I did. I mean, I totally agree with you because I am <laughs> a Christian. But yeah. you know, if they shoot fifty-six percent inside, and they can play defense. I mean, I, I don't understand the I don't understand the love there. I mean, you actually go on some of the metrics; um, <laughs> they're actually
0: favored. Um, well Rowdy's maybe. a Christian man too but it's just Sister Jean just it's,
1: I can't do it Dave she's never scored a point she's never played a minute and all I've seen since 2018 is is her and she's getting all the credit <laughs> for the actual players on the court
3: well let me ask you let me ask you this if, you, if the Badgers had been a sweet 16 or a final Four team, you know three of the last four years would you really care about Sister Jean
1: no, but <laughs> no. it still would be. A, uh, see, it's it's all of the promotion and uh, I, she was on every TV that one year. You couldn't change to a different channel. You didn't enjoy that. You didn't think that was kind of cool. I thought it was cool for like the first like weekend.
0: Dave, you're one of many people who asked Rowdy these same questions as like you didn't enjoy the feel good story. And Rowdy goes, no, didn't. It was cool for about two seconds.
3: Wow. <laughs> He's, you know, I yeah. I guess I still think it's cool because <laughs> yeah.
4: it, comes, it is. Hey, I, hey, it's, I mean, every, you know, do you think you it's cool? Do you want cool. to watch?
3: You want to watch all state commercials or or other stuff, or you know, do you want to watch Jawan Howard or do you want to watch Sister Jean?
0: Well, here's the well, Jawan Howard. We we want. What if Jawan Howard and Sister Jean got into a slap fight? How about that? No, I would get down well, to that. Dave. That, that actually,
3: given the recent circumstances, has a higher probability of happening than you might think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, Dave, I don't mind Sister Gina. I can feel a good story. But what I like even more is watching people lose their minds over Rowdy not liking it. That's what, as an apart, as an outside observer, I think it's it's must see. Not TV, but radio. If it doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I, I get topic. that. It's a great topic. I get
3: that. I mean. I totally get it. I don't. Uh, you know, if he wants to get that passionate about Sister Jean, I hate to think how mad he's gonna get when they lose. Uh,
0: well, he does have a he does have a lunch bin on it with a guy who's blind. So he, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, oh, well, and, maybe, I, maybe, maybe,
3: maybe this guy won't be blind after the game.
0: Oh, and therefore he can see the light. You know, that, that, actually, the light.
3: that actually, that actually happened one time. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know, Dave. I feel like that actually, the general public might be worse off if he actually can see.
4: I yeah. I think. Well, so.
1: I think it's know. better. For, I think it's better for the this, general public if it remains. There's bigger
0: consequences fading. There's bigger
3: consequences to fading Sister Jean than you think. <laughs>
0: fading Sister Jean. <laughs> oh, Dave, I love it. Hey, man. So in your bra- like in your other brackets, just how far do you got Wisconsin going? I'm curious. Oh, I don't know. Let me. Let me look here. I don't need to put you on the spot, but uh, you know. No, no, no. I I got it. Um,
3: What, 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 where are they? Um, I don't know. You tell me. No. I I got to go into the Elite Eight. I had had him beating Colgate and losing to Iowa State. Oh, David! David! What
0: the? Well, you
2: got
1: to take some upsets. (laughs) There's a lot of other ones. Come on, Dave! Well, you asked.
0: I know it's my own fault
1: I Sweet it. 16 or bust
0: Yep I got a lead 8 Dave For Wisconsin And um, that's well, not I also, I also got UAB Plus the points Over Houston tonight yeah. Well Dave I got some foreigner Playing for you A jukebox hero But you are a gambling hero Okay my friend Well I don't pay Just to me. I mean I got You
3: know that's that's one
0: thing.
1: And in all honesty, with Evo saying he took Wisconsin to the Elite Eight, that Elite Eight matchup would be the first time he takes them to lose all year. That's a good point.
3: <laughs> yeah, an emotional
0: head. Dave, uh, my emotions are or my pure intentions are this. I love you. I want you to have a great weekend, some happy gambling, and may the spirit of Sister Jean bless you, my friend. Well,
3: I hope so. That'll be early enough to ruin my
0: day if it doesn't. <laughs> Dave, we love you, man. Uh, have a good weekend, homie. All right, you guys. <laughs> there. I love that guy. Brody, we got to do the yay or nay. Because there is a definite problem on the Packers roster right now. It's lack of depth at the wide receiver position. Well, who's the number one right now? Lazard?
1: Lazard or Cobb? I would say right now I would go with Al, uh, Alan Lazard just because he's younger, more in his prime. He's stayed healthier. But, yes, talent-wise, it's... Lizard or Cobb. All right, so I saw this, you know,
0: so the Packers. I'll tell you who
1: it isn't. Jawan Winfrey, <laughs> the guy that had, Amari Rodgers, the guy that had three passes thrown to him and didn't he drop one and fumble one? Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I try to forget yeah. those. And then there's Amari Rodgers, the guy that coming out of college, they said, hey, you got to get him. Next the next f- Randall Cobb! Well, that's what some people said, but a lot of his scouting reports said, you got to get this guy, the football around the line of scrimmage. His hands are a little sh- shaky. Yeah. Should be able to be used on special teams. Well, the special teams came up flat last year. We saw the muffed punts <laughs> and I the try to forget bad this kick stuff. Right, but we this. also saw that he did struggle catching the football downfield. Yeah. And you have to throw him the football close to the line. To. Yes, those are arguably your top four. So
0: uh, the Packers in 2018 drafted three wide receivers. Jamon Moore, he's now in the USFL. Marquez Valdez-Scantling in talks with other NFL teams yeah, right he's now. he's gone. And Equiminius St. Brown is signing with the Chicago Bears.
1: Which is hilarious. It is. Have fun but, with okay, that. Okay, here's the thing. Are you really that upset? I mean, were, no. you, were you thinking of re-signing St. Brown?
0: No. I did. I, th- I forgot he was. N- no, I was not.
1: Like, I would be, I would make him a top priority to sign if his name was Amon uh, Ross, St. Brown, his, his brother. brother. But, yeah, that guy's a beast, uh,
0: but the Lions got him locked up. Yeah,
1: his his name is not
0: that. No. Uh, speaking of names, we'll do the yay or nay coming up first. I see phone lines blowing up. Uh, good morning. Who's this? Doc from Dodgeville. Oh, hey, what the hi, baby? Dodgeville, stand up. What's up, Doc? How's how's the peas and carrots on St. Patrick's Day, bud? <laughs> oh, they were good. Just to clear, I've had a lot of comments about this. I did not get the boys snipped. We're still uh, we're still a good shooter over here. Okay. i right,
5: good. Hey, <laughs> what'd uh, you do, what did about what'd you do Dodge? for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, uh, sat with the girls. Not a did boy. A little beef at home. Not a boy. Yeah. I was gonna see
0: if you ran out the the pea ridge or dinos or something, but you know.
5: No, daddy daughter night last night. So. that a boy.
0: Right, so, what's on your mind today,
5: Doc? Hey, uh, I don't know if anybody's brought this up about uh, is it too late to get a D bag of the neat and nominee in? I
0: don't think we have one. Do we have How
5: one? How about uh, Jawan Howard? Dude. He's up, up 11 with 32 seconds left taking timeouts. What's up with that?
0: And, Rowdy, I when he, Rowdy said it this morning about 6 like 10, I am totally cool with seconding the D bag nomination of Jawan Howard. What about you, Rowdy?
1: Yeah, for sure. Especially uh, after making that big I deal about it. Yeah. Done. He is in. Jawan Howard. You? He's
4: in.
5: Yeah. Now Devonte here, I, I don't blame him at all for leaving. That's his best friend, basically from college. Yeah. Uh, he wants to go back back west. That's whatever. And he
0: said his lifelong dream was to be a Raider. So
5: yeah, and, and there were rumors last year when talks broke off of the Packers about him going to the Raiders too. So yeah. it wasn't it's, super surprising there.
0: It was shocking though when you first read it, though, right? You know, you're like well, uh,
5: Yeah, like yeah, it wasn't really talked about recently. So yeah, it was <laughs> traded. Oh, okay. What's next? You know, so. Yeah. And Doc, I'm uh, I'm both uh, excited and scared for the Packers. You know, I mean, we got a bunch of draft picks. Got got probably what it was worth for them, but who we got to throw the ball to? You know.
0: Yeah. And Doc, let me ask you uh, for Badgers tonight. How far do you got them going in the tournament?
5: Oh, you know they're all the way, baby. Yes. Yes. I I I put my money where my mouth is on that one. I got got the winning ticket from. Diamond Joe sitting in my bedroom.
0: Oh so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ready I love for a party at
5: Duke's and Prid.
0: Oh yeah, let's go to Dukies. Let's get her going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that what are you doing tonight for the game? You going out or are you staying? You being a family man?
5: Oh, probably depends on the wife. She's off tonight, so oh. got to make a what happy wife happy life. But yep. yeah, I'll be checking the games on one way or another. Well,
0: you tell the missus, you know, it's Friday night. Let's uh, let's you know get out there, cut a little rug at Duke's and watch the Badgers. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Doc. Yeah. Have a good one, man. See you, buddy. All right, Rowdy. Uh, We'll do a little yay or nay. I got the list in front of me. This is a sport track available players. Wide receiver position. There's 69 of them. Nice. I'll just go right off the top of the list. Age 33. Julio Jones. No, Uh, you you
1: just said age 33. (laughs) We've talked about how, you know, Devontae Adams is getting closer to 30. We know that receivers start to go downhill around 30, 32. You just said 33. Last time I checked, that's bigger than 32. Uh, yes, he would be correct, Roddy. And right. he hasn't been healthy for the last few seasons.
0: All right, now coming up next on the list here of yay or nay. Coming in at age number 29, we have Jarvis
1: Landry. I'd give Landry a look. He has been relatively healthy out of some some of those LSU receivers. He's another guy that you could definitely put in the slot. I would give Landry a look. So Yay. Yeah you would be a yes to look into. All
0: right, up next, age 27, once linked to the Packers two years ago. Now a free agent, yay or
1: nay, Will Fuller. I'm out on Fuller. PED test. He seems like he's just a one-dimensional kind of like uh, deep route guy, what they had with MVS. I'm over that. That's a no for me. A nay,
0: says Rowdy. What about this, age 28, from the New York Jets, Jameson Crowder.
1: I'm going to go with another no for me. Uh, Crowder is a guy that, you know, he can run kind of every single route, but he's just, he's he's okay. He's not great. He's not awful. He's just kind of, he's okay. But you lean nay. I would lean no, unless the price was right. Coming in
0: at, this is not the price is right, Rowdy. This is yay or nay. Coming in at age 32, one of the greatest celebrations. It's almost like the YMCA, but it's a
1: T-Y-T-Y Hilton. I'm out on Hilton, too. Over the hill, yeah, he had a little bit of a year last year where he bounced back, but he's starting to show his age.
0: Coming in now at age 25, he was the heir apparent in Pittsburgh,
1: but then fall flat, Juju Smith-Schuster. Thumbs up for Smith-Schuster. Obviously, you said it. He's 25. He was a guy that had had a lot of success when Big Ben was able to throw the ball downfield. We haven't seen that in a couple years. And then he was uh, banged up for most of last season. I would give Smith-Schuster a thumbs up. This one would... uh be pissing off the Vax police everywhere Aaron Rodgers could find a new best friend if he comes to title town the bees knees Cole Beasley I'd take a flyer on Beasley again if you're gonna sign like a Landry type you're not gonna sign a Beasley because they kind of play the same position but yes for a cheaper option veteran guy good in the slot I would take Beasley
0: and by the way Beasley no more COVID-19 mandates in the NFL This guy once linked to the Packers. Many
1: wanted him, but then Father Time caught up A.J. Green. I'm out on Green. If you watched any of the Arizona games, yeah, he looked old. He looked injured, and his hands did not look the same. He had a lot of drops last year. Rowdy coming in. Weight has been a question following this guy once in a while. Age 28, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, I wouldn't mind kicking the tires on. You know, he's a good athlete. Haven't heard much from him. I know he's had some injuries, but I'd potentially kick the tire. It's kind of like the Crowder thing. What's the price? All right, we'll go down the list a little bit here.
0: Age 35, I think I already know the answer by your ageism.
1: I'm sorry, Deshaun Jackson. I'm out on Jackson. (laughs) But, hey, I would rather have probably a Deshaun Jackson than, like, the likes of some of those older receivers because he still showed you that he could run a little bit last year.
0: All right, more ageism coming from Rowdy. 36-year-old Danny Amendola. Yay, Absolutely <laughs> not. At 29 years old, no stranger to wearing a skirt. Super Bowl champion,
1: even though he tore his ACL.
0: Are he tore his ACL?
1: He did. Odell
0: Beckham Jr.
1: That's exactly why I'm out on him. He's not going to be. He tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. That's mid-February this year. What, at what point would you get him back?
0: And Odell, by the way, you need to come fix the drywall hole that you punched when you lost with the Giants. That still has not been fixed. We're waiting for you to bring the spackle, the spatula, and fix that freaking hole, dude. All right, there's a little uh, yay or nay. Well, We're how about a
1: couple of off the wall that aren't free agents oh, necessarily? You have Levinska Chenault, who they liked. He's on the trading block with Jacksonville. Remember after- Packer fans really wanted to draft him? There are a lot of people that liked him that were kind of thinking that they would use him at like a running back type position, almost like how the 49ers use Debo Samuel, but not exactly to that extent, Mm -hmm. but something as like a poor man. Maybe you go look at, maybe you look at a LaVisca Chenault when the the Jaguars (laughs) threw a ton of money at receivers that none of them were really that spectacular. Yeah. And maybe you could get him a little cheaper because he's, but I'm more leaning towards, I want to see what they do in the draft. Cause yeah, you sure. mentioned a lot of those names and I wasn't too up on them. It's a lot of older receivers. Well, there's a ton
0: more. I just, there's 69 of them out there. So it,
1: well, the guys are old. Name, there's a lot, of, a old lot ones. of them are older. A lot of them have had injuries They're They're definitely on the back nine of their career or maybe even the last couple holes. And, for the some, most might part, be, some might be doing bogey putts that on the last hole, right? I wouldn't be surprised to see the Packers go two receivers in this draft. Yeah. Especially one in those top 59 picks. For sure. oh, let's go to the phones quick before
0: break. Welcome to the show. Who's this? This is Artie Ho. Oh, today,
1: oh, if it isn't, my man Artie Ho. What's
0: up, Artie? Top of the morning to you, boy. Oh, a well, little no top of the morning to you after the St. Patrick's Day there, Artie. Oh, and
3: I was out of the tournament, don't you
4: know?
0: <laughs> <Yay>. Oh, Jiminy. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, how was the St. Patrick's Day for you, my friend?
3: That St. Patrick's Day was fantastic as always.
0: Corned beef? Guinness?
6: No, no corned beef. No, I had this German pilsner. I tried it. Miller
3: Lite, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. It. Well, I as a good Norwegian, started. like, St. Patrick's Day never really, like, resonated with me. I don't have any Irish. I'm Norwegian, you know. So yeah. what I did is I went out and drank uh, some Spotted Cow and then ate chicken wings at Chicken Licks. I, did, I nothing, saying, did nothing Irish ate some lefsa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did think about eating some lefse. That sounded good and some lutefisk. So, Artie, you, are you going through it with this Devonte news?
6: I am. I was stunned yesterday. And, I, and now I'm like, okay, if this is what he wants, fine. But I'm very nervous about who they're going to get to replace him. Now, Nobody on your list excited me.
0: Well, there is. I mean, there is. Reports are there in talks with like trades with some veteran wide receivers, and you got the draft upcoming as well. So, I mean, Brian yeah. Gutekunst has done pretty damn well on this roster. Yes, I, I'm. I'm all
6: in on Goody. I'm. I'm just wondering now. Does this? Do they sign MVS and Robert Tunyon?
1: Yeah. See, I think Tunyon's too. the bigger question. One, just because, like you said, that list isn't that great. Maybe mm-hmm. you kick the tires on an older veteran receiver, and then you look towards a draft. But yeah, I think uh-huh. tight end is a bigger question.
6: And I think if you said to Aaron Rodgers, hey, Aaron, listen, Devontae wants too much. He wants to go to the Raiders. But this will allow us to bring back your buddy, Robert Tunyon. And maybe that eased it a little bit.
1: I think I could see it. He does love him yep. some big Bob Tunyon. The only other thing with that is this uh, draft class, the receivers are pretty deep, but also yep. tight end is really deep. So
0: deep they yeah. put that ass to sleep, you know, already Oh, Ice cube, Oh, ice cube, baby. They
3: know. Well, boys... Usually go to Vegas this weekend Haven't been able to do
1: that t- two years Oh so yeah, is it your birthday?
4: It's my birthday tomorrow, 52 I'm going to go to
1: Dubuque, Iowa, Oh, baby. Dubuque! <laughs> hey, normally when I think of Vegas, the second city I think yeah. of is Dubuque They call that little yeah. Vegas, I thought
3: Right? The parents of the Midwest yeah. Oh, and I can't wait to it's run the Midwest. into the It's the Iowa Midwest, it's the
0: Vegas of the Midwest, Dubuque It is
3: I can't, I can't wait to run into Iowa fans today <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Midwest of Dubuque, the, 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 the Midwest of Vegas, you know? Yeah. Some people Just the showgirls look a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, got, already, they got summer teeth. Some are here, some are there.
4: Hey, you can either strip or you can wear Carhartt Dubuque.
0: They go Carhartt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, take off that Carhartt billboard. <laughs> take off those Carhartt bill, those bibs, those bib overalls, baby. Show me what you're working with.
1: Leave the bad pro
4: shop hat on. I <laughs> like that. And the
0: crocs too. <laughs> hey,
4: already we'll talk to you later, man. Happy early yeah, birthday.
0: Happy birthday. We love you. Yeah, have a great day. Yeah, baby, those bib overalls. <laughs> now, before Leonidas kicks the Persian into the pit, Rowdy. Into the pit of despair. Into the den of inequity. The Persian says, This is madness. And Rowdy, it was madness yesterday. In March. And now. This guy is going to cover it, He uh, for the Badgers that is, broadcasting, calling in live from the Playboy penthouse of the Fister. <laughs> our guy, Zach Heil, sports director. Good morning, Zach.
6: Good morning. How are you guys doing? Uh,
0: what's that noise? What was that? What was that? Was that Ben Kenny? I was just confused. I heard a woman talking in the background. Zach, that's not well, you, morning. is it?
6: I have no idea. What you're okay, it
0: must, must be been as Ben. Ben's on the phone and his mic was on. That's what it was. Zach, anyways, good morning. Live from the Playboy Penthouse, our guy Zach Heilpren at uh, the Fister. So, Zach, the first go-around yesterday of March Madness. Dude, did you know anything about the freaking St. Peter's Peacocks? Who the hell are those guys? I,
6: I uh, literally had to ask the person, <laughs> the, the, the people I was watching the game with, where St. Peter's was. I've, I had no clue. I would and just so, guess yeah. Florida,
0: but just like a knee-jerk reaction, like where is it?
6: They didn't have an answer. Uh, pretty <laughs> sure it's in the Northeast, though. Um, <laughs> that would that would mean that would make the most sense.
0: Uh, but, New, oh, New Jersey, yeah. there you go.
6: Yeah, New Jersey. So, all right.
0: Okay. Works, yeah,
6: works out. Yeah, I, I had no clue. The peacocks—they have to be like the the only peacocks in the. Like that's the only team that has peacocks as a mascot in college basketball, right?
0: I I've never heard of a peacock before. Besides, like saying like people are peacocking around, but never a mascot. The Saint Peter's I mean, peacocks.
6: I, you haven't you've never been called a peacock? I've been accused of. Struck, I've been accused of peacocking. Strut, I've been accused the way of you it. Struck, showing your feathers.
0: Hey, don't confuse the confidence for cockiness, Zach Halpern. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, is your bracket busted, Rowdy? And you like this. Rowdy had four brackets, and all four of them had. Kentucky going the whole way. Is your bracket busted?
6: That's amazing. I have not had a <laughs> I have <laughs> I have not taken a look yet, but I I was not doing well. I lost uh, the first two games I lost and I, I haven't looked at it since.
0: So. Um any any uh, words of encouragement for Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa Hawkeyes? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Um, oh, Juwan
6: Howard? He is, he is the absolute opposite of Tom Izzo when it comes to March. I mean, the man has, they have not been to the second weekend of the tournament since 1999. Wow! And uh, these these guys coming off—I mean—and that's what that's what matters. Like, who cares what you did in the Big Ten tournament? It's all about what happens in the NCAA tournament. And he and Iowa have been
0: pathetic. Hey, I, uh, I'm glad you bring that up because I never asked you about this. I'm glad. Uh, well, I was—I guess I was off yesterday, so I have an opportunity to ask you now. Because Grant Bills, uh, I've dubbed him Low T Bills, but he joined us on <laughs> Tuesday. And his low T take was that, and I would love to know where you fall on this. I think I already know, but I'm going to ask. He said that winning the regular season Big Ten is better. What did he say already? Is better than getting to an Elite Eight?
1: Yeah. And oh, where, how did he, where did he draw the line? I think the only way he drew the line of where a tournament run is better than a conference championship, whether it's shared or not, was the Final Four.
0: Yeah, what do you think of that low T take from Grand Pills? I mean, I don't agree with him, but
6: I, I a Big Ten title is more memorable than a run to the Elite Eight. Like it's more memorable. Like when twenty years later, I mean, people are still talking about the batters winning the Big Ten in two thousand one and two thousand. Uh, I should say two thousand two and two thousand three. Do you have any clue how deep they went in that tournament, or when they won the Big Ten uh, regular or the uh, tournament title in oh four? Do we know how deep they went? Like you don't really think about that. Um, well,
0: the first final four year in twelve. Unless was that? you
6: make the final four, right? Like, unless you make the final four, then it then it overshadows that. But uh, in me, very for me personally, it's about what you do in March. Yes. Like that's the only thing that you're judged on. Win as many Big Ten titles as you want. Hey, you're going to keep your job, but your legacy. Like Bo Ryan had won a bunch of Big Ten titles, um, but he wasn't considered a great coach until he actually got to the final four. And so, yeah, that's what matters. It's about making runs to. the as deep as you possibly can and yeah an elite eight i think run is more important than a uh big ten title
0: yeah high t zach Halperin joining us right mm. now so zach speaking of you know making a run we have the twitter poll out right now it's you know you lose the first game against colgate you're one and done uh you go to the sweet 16 or lead and beyond with all of the you know craziness that happened yesterday with upsets and whatnot uh, how big of a threat does this Colgate team pose to the Wisconsin Badgers uh, tonight starting at 8:50ish
6: i've had way too much time to to think about this game cuz i've i i'm at the point where i'm talking myself into colgate winning tonight exactly <laughs> <Zach. But, laughs> no 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 like seriously like i've had way too much time this long ass week has just given me way too much time I still think Wisconsin's going to win, but I think it's going to be a close game, and I wouldn't be surprised if Colgate won, just because this is the type of team Wisconsin, at times and way back past tournaments, have struggled against teams that you know can shoot the ball. But this is a really good matchup for Wisconsin when you look at it. They have no like Wisconsin's biggest weaknesses are uh, inside post defense, and, or you know post defense, and then you know shooting the ball on the other end. I don't think they have anybody that's going to stay in front of Johnny Davis. And they don't have a post presence that can really, really hurt Wisconsin. So it's a matter of, can Colgate come out and shoot like they they have much of the year, over 40% from three? If they do, uh, they'll give Wisconsin a a really good game. If they can't, Wisconsin should should win in a blowout fashion. And blowout fashion for Wisconsin is winning by more than six. So, Yeah. um, yeah. I, I, but again, you can. I've had so much time. Like you can talk yourself into doing, into Colgate winning.
0: <laughs> well, Zach. So I mean, you brought it up, right? Like the Badgers have been weak defensively down low. But Rowdy and I were talking off here, and something I wanted to bring up to you is, you know, Colgate's really good at shooting the three ball. Like they and great guard compared to the what a bunch of the old dudes at the YMCA that yeah. go smack around the uh, the young cats. So yep. um, we were looking up and thinking about you know games gone by of the Wisconsin Badgers where. Marshall Henderson shot the lights out. A guy you may know him named Steph Curry shot
1: the lights yeah. out for a Davidson.
0: Is, I mean, we're no stranger to Wisconsin losing some head-scratching ones.
1: Yeah, don't forget Cornell. It's, <laughs> or even, well, this is a little different, but another double-digit seed, Oregon, and that wasn't too long ago. So
0: I guess the question I'm posing is, Wisconsin defensively, can they contain the three-point shooters of Colgate? the old YMCA dudes?
6: Well, it's going to be about stopping dribble penetration. Uh, that's what Chucky e. Hepburn was talking about yesterday. Is it's about so that because a lot of uh, Colgate's three-pointers come on kickouts and you know, being forced to help leaving a guy open on the outside. And four of their guys can shoot from three. And so it's going to be about keeping them out of the lane and uh, not having to help as much uh, on defense. If you're able to keep them out of the lane and not have to help, you're going to have a really good job contesting shots from the outside, and, and you would hope, unless they just go crazy, that uh, that they aren't going to make it at a 40% clip, or um, you know what they did last year against Arkansas. I think they had 12 three pointers against Arkansas and allowed them to stay in that game. So I don't know. We've talked, we talked, everyone talked about South Dakota State this whole week too, and then Providence comes out and outshoots them from three, despite you know Saint the. the, the uh, Jackrabbits being the best three-point shooting team in the country. So, they, again, three-point shooting kind of scares you at times because you, if you, they're hot, watch out. But I think Wisconsin is going to be uh, able to contain them and um, at least challenge shots. And if they hit them, they hit them.
0: Yeah. Zach Hopper joining us right now live from uh, Milwaukee before he goes back to the Pfizer to watch you know everything unfold for the second day of the NCAA tournament. What was it like yesterday, Zach, for you? I saw you uh, watching the Badgers practice. What were the sights and sounds of the Pfizer form?
6: It was amazing because it was in the last 10 minutes of the Iowa game. And Joe, like Joe Krabenhoff would be like looking at the screen and looking back down at practice, looking back at the screen. Uh, Dean Oliver, who played at Iowa, was doing the same. Even great guard kind of was taking peaks. And as soon as, it looked, as, soon as Richmond, you know, it, they were going to win. It was clear they were going to win. Andy North, uh, obviously a famous golfer but also a huge Badger fan, walked across the, scre- walked across the practice court, huge smile on his face, and gave great great guards some knuckles as they yeah. uh, had a had a little bit of a laugh um, at Fran McCaffrey's expense, I assume.
1: Would, should we be worried a little bit that the Badgers don't have a hundred percent focus on Colgate?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you very much should be. That's, hey, uh, if, if they lose tonight, you can blame it on their open practice and you know the, watching the video board.
1: I, no, I'm going to blame Iowa.
6: Yes, hey. Screw Iowa! Complain them for everything.
1: Exactly. Well, real quick, you mentioned the name Juan
0: Howard, or I'm sorry, Joe Krabenhoff, and you know I thought of John Howard. Juwan. And Rowdy Rowdy brought this up to my attention, and someone
1: nominated him for D bag. Uh, Rowdy, what what happened with Michigan? He did call timeout up 11 with about 30 seconds left.
6: <laughs> He's such a tool. And such,
1: the guy uh, from Colorado State did not attempt to slap him or anyone else.
0: Not his assistant either. Wow.
6: Crazy. Amazing, amazing. But here's the thing about Juan Howard: uh, he doesn't make excuses like. There's there are a lot of things that could have gone differently. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the timeout. I'm not going to talk about the hold of the arm. I'm not going to talk about anything like that. I, he was wrong, and he w- he could make excuses, but he's not.
0: So, Zach, give uh, back to the Badgers here momentarily. Uh, how things are shaping out here? Uh we have the Twitter poll. What realistically, and I know it's a different for you, just because you know coming to the, the covering the team and and sense what how this Midwest region is. The Badgers could make a significant run here um is there anything that would be perceived as not getting to a sweet sixteen would that be a disappointment of a season then absolutely okay
6: absolutely I mean disappointment of a season they want to make ten titles so yeah absolutely. yeah
0: I mean take that uh, march for for me March begins a new season I guess but
6: yeah you know' what I'm right saying. yeah no for sure they better get to the second weekend I mean they're playing at home essentially they're yeah. playing two home games they need to in they're against a 14 seed, and a potentially they're a 6 or an 11. They are the 3 seed. They are the co-Big Ten champs. They have been one of the better teams throughout the year uh, in the country, and they need to win these two games. So if they don't win these two games, it's a huge, huge disappointment. They des- they need to get to the second weekend. And then, you know, we'll see what happens, whether it's Auburn sure. or somebody else waiting for them. But they have to get past these first two games uh, for anything to be considered a a successful march,
0: uh, Zach. Before I let you go, just uh, a couple other things. One more Wisconsin thing, but to the football news here. So, a uh, new running backs coach. What happened with um, What happened with Gary Brown? Is Al Johnson's on the uh, running backs coach?
6: Yeah. So Gary Brown stepped away from the team in, in December. Uh, he was dealing with some health related
3: issues. Oh, okay.
6: And if you remember, uh, Garrett Groshak actually was the running backs coach for the bowl game.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah.
6: And there was just there was never uh, it was never clear whether. Gary's going to be able to uh, come back and coach, and uh, obviously now we know he isn't. He's stepping away from sure. on-field coaching and going to have a off-field role, which is um, you know obviously hope for his for his health because uh, he he dealt with uh, cancer a couple times, mm-hmm. and you just got to hope for him health-wise and and uh, think about him in that respect. He's got to take care of that. Uh, Wisconsin, though, going out and hiring another Wisconsin guy, uh, Al Johnson, who has never coached running backs, but uh, will be coaching them. He's a former offensive lineman for the Badgers, and uh, was the coach at East Central University the last few years. A uh, uh, really small school had some ex- had some success, but uh, coming back home, and I'm interested to see how that works out. I, I I have no idea how, and this isn't a shot at Al Johnson, but I that has to be one of the premier position groups in the country to be able to coach. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin running backs, and for them to go this way is a little bit of a surprise. I mean, it's just you would think that there are a lot of guys who want that job. And instead it's a guy that's never coached a position before, but again, Al Johnson may do a great job and I don't necessarily think you have to be, have played running back or played any position to, to coach it, but um, it'll be interesting. They've, they've done this before. Bob Bostad was the offensive, was an offensive line coach throughout his entire career. And then he's been coaching the inside linebackers the last five years and they did pretty good.
1: I don't know. I feel like there could be a a really straightforward approach here from uh, Johnson. He was an offensive lineman, basically. When you see the big offensive line run off their ass, that that's that's right there. I feel like that's going
6: to be the first words out of his mouth when he when he meets with him. Yeah, for sure. Run off the ass. <laughs> just follow. Just follow
0: the offensive lineman's ass. Just He's like, ass. hey, it's, and uh, Braylon Allen, you're not 17 anymore, right? We don't need to make
1: stuff confusing. Yeah,
0: just run off the ass. Follow the ass. Follow the ass. Follow the ass. And, well, how about follow the cash, Zach? Hmm. News on Devontae Adams. Wow. How about that? What a shock, right?
6: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, huge shock. It actually, it, when we were on the air last night, uh, Kenny and Heilpred.
0: I mean, I heard nothing but rave reviews, especially Damn. when we got a new intro song, too.
6: All of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, Ben's like, uh, I gotta. I, I know this is a bad show. We need to release this, though. Uh, we need to talk about this real quickly. Devontae Adams is gone. Shocked. Uh, I was wondering uh, if you hey,
0: guys talked about it, Kenny and all Strictly Wisconsin, we, and now Devontae spent, Rader.
6: Spent 30 seconds on it. Um, and but uh, yeah, Hell yeah, of a 30, 30 seconds
0: 30. it was. Yeah.
6: yeah. First round, second round, 20 million cap space. I think that's all right. Yeah. And
0: now Aaron...
6: And, now and Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers knew about it. Rodgers knew about it, still signed. And now, now, he can't ignore... Open wide receivers in the playoffs,
0: so that's going to be a positive. <laughs> so there's that, but can yeah. Brian Gutekunst ignore wide receivers in the first or second rounds of an NFL draft, or no, even third? Gonna
6: go, no, they're going to go. They're, they're going to go get a veteran wide receiver and then draft one in the first round for sure. I, they don't think There's no way. There's no way you can. I
0: hey, think. Zach. Rumor is uh, your penthouse up there in the Fister looked uh, like the beginning of the movie Hangover. So you clean up uh, all the mess, make sure the tiger gets back. To Mike Tyson, and uh, hopefully you can find the mom of that baby. All right,
4: <laughs> sounds good. See you, buddy, and we'll
0: follow along, Zach Halpern, on Twitter. Have fun uh, covering all the festivities today, dude. Can't wait. See you, buddy. Can't wait. Over a gambler to the stars, Raphael from mybookie.ag, vsi doc sports, doc sports as well. Raphael, what's up, dude?
4: Nothing, but how do you live in a state or a city that you can only buy booze starting at 8 a.m.? I would move. Put your house up for sale now.
0: Well, I mean, you could get a nice little chunk of change right now with the market, how it is for that house, Raphael. But there is a place that I live near, Vic Pierce's. They sell beer all the way up till midnight. So there's there's that.
4: But Vegas and in uh, the place I'm at right now, New Orleans, I can get booze 24 hours a day.
0: Man. Truly God's country there. Wow. All right, Raf. How have you been doing mentally when it comes to, because you're a line setter, you get it going, man. This has got to be, do you fear this time of year or do you thrive this time of year with all these games and all the lines?
4: I'm not going to lie. I fear it. I shouldn't (laughs) say fear it. I dread it. (laughs) Dread. I want to do a Super Bowl then the first four days of March Madness. The first four days of March Madness is, is like four days of Super Bowl because there's just games all over the place. Super Bowl is just one game, prop bets. Once the game kicks off, you're sitting around eating, drinking, and then do the halftime, great prop bets, and go to bed. I mean, March Madness, what, the first game tips off around 11, a, 11 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, and the last one tips off around 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so it's just all day of action. Really? Toothpaste in Wisconsin has to play at 950? I, I, I wanted to take maybe a nap or watch a movies, but I have to stay late to watch Toothpaste versus your Badgers.
0: Well, Ref, you got to watch the best team in the nation, the Wisconsin Badgers, with the best player, Johnny Davis, get after it, dude. I mean, you you are an honorary Wisconsin fan. I've dubbed you that.
4: Yeah. Even if you don't want to take it or not, but you are, all right? It's it's going to be very interesting in, Mo- in Milwaukee and uh, that one. Luckily, they're playing in Milwaukee. I have Wisconsin winning, but I would not be shocked if Colgate has that back door open. and Swings right in late.
0: Yeah, we were thinking like maybe a backdoor cover or something because the Badgers are really good at winning at six points or less. And I think the spread I saw was at seven and a half. So uh, yeah. I I think Badgers, though, um, cover and win double digits. We'll, more will be revealed, obviously. But Raph, when it comes to the Big Ten, obviously we've had some upsets. Uh, you see, Iowa went down, right? Michigan's moving on. Uh, what was the prop that you had set for Big Ten teams in March Madness? Because I know I got a big email with a bunch of uh, prop bets.
4: I did have uh, how many Big Ten teams will make uh, the Sweet 16. I, I Then I had head-to-head matchups. Who would go farther? Wisconsin, Purdue, Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, which everyone bets uh, Michigan State uh, on that one. So that was a good win for us for Michigan beating Colorado State yesterday. But, yeah, we had some interesting just because, uh, uh, let's face it, I know people are probably going to hate this uh, if you're not a Big Ten fan, but the Big Ten was probably the best conference in basketball. They had teams in there, so why why wouldn't I do some – interesting uh, profits, but uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I can't wait to watch like some of these games today, especially I think the Wisconsin game, cause I've been big fan of Colgate all season long. So I think it's going to be a very uh, fun game to watch.
0: Yeah. More of a crest guy. Uh, so Raphael, when it comes to um, the madness yesterday, St. Peter's, the Peacocks, how did Vegas, like how'd Vegas do a, this pe- Peacocks versus Kentucky thing?
4: We needed Kentucky to win and cover. I mean, because everyone bets these big long shots, especially in week one. So that was kind of a, a a loser for us on that one. But I was on the air a couple of times uh, last week, and everyone asked me what was my upsets uh, and all that. And I said the Peacock. So I looked really good yesterday on a couple of airways, uh, uh, so, uh, including oh, uh, I in Kentucky. So uh, uh, they're probably not happy with me this morning. But I, I thought it was going to be a scary game because uh, St. Peter's very experienced a uh, bunch of juniors and seniors uh, on this team, and Kentucky's a bunch of, you know, young pups and all that. So I thought they might struggle. That's why I think Duke might struggle today.
0: Okay. Uh, Raphael joining us right now. If I'm on Twitter, VSI Doc Sports. Check us stuff out with Doc Sports, mybookie.ag. So, Raph, uh, the Super Bowl, you sent me um, a novel. How many, how many bets did you, uh, lines did you make for the Super Bowl?
4: Oh, wow. I think we ended up close to, wow, I, I can't remember what the total that Was 3,000 yeah. something? It, it was close to that number. It, it was really, really close to that number because we did some extra halftime profits that uh, we were just trying to bust out as quickly as possible before... Uh, <laughs> Before, so, they dropped, uh, before they dropped uh, someone on his head that was hanging from the sky on the Super Bowl.
0: And you said you said every day of the first four days of March Madness is like the Super Bowl, so what are you working on right, like, thanks by the way, taking time out of your day, I'm sure you're working on stuff right now. What are you working on right now for March Madness?
4: Uh, I'll be working on some. probably, I'm going to start working on some sweet 16 profits. Uh, I mean I know we still get games today, Saturday and Sunday, but you always have to be ahead of the curve. So yeah. I'm looking at matchups, thinking okay, if if the Zags can beat Memphis, they'll be in a Sweet 16 and stuff like that. So I'll, I'm looking at those, trying to prepare myself to try to see as many properties as I can do for the Sweet 16.
0: Crazy, man. So I know you're, the grind doesn't stop for you when it comes to, because, you know, you've got your entertainment odds maker as well. What uh, You got any crazy entertainment odds that you're
4: cooking up for us, Raf? I did some fun ones. Uh, uh, everyone wanted to see. Uh, I did some boxing ones: Pete Davidson versus Kanye West, uh, Elon Musk versus Putin. Uh, like <laughs> okay. Hang, Hang on a second
0: here. Hang on a second here. <laughs> I got to take this little match by match. But I would love to see Skeet Davidson and Kanye go at it. Like, what? What was the? What did you set for this? Like, how was, Give me some more info. Uh,
4: I made uh, I made Skeet the favorite because I say he's crazy, uh, so you never <laughs> want to buy. <laughs> you never want to buy by the unstable person uh so I, I made him i think it was a three dollar favorites uh coming into that one so and then i then i have will kim kardashian be a ring girl or will kim kardashian be uh well will, will jump into the ring to save one in it one, one of them so of course i had to put some Kim is this kim gonna
0: happen out. or is this like just in case
4: uh probably not but come on why not yeah why so, not uh, do people get,
0: yeah. do they put money down on that
4: uh, we put the Kim Kardashian storm into the ring at 25 to one ah! and people bet that. And I put Kim Kardashian as a ring girl during the fight, uh, as 10 to one is now five to one. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what about, uh, Elon Musk versus
1: Vladimir Putin? How do you, I mean, what if, I actually think that that would be a pretty interesting matchup. Both guys are, are jujitsu black belts. Yeah. I mean, Putin Obviously, was trained by KGB. Yeah, he was KGB, except for he does have about twenty years on Musk.
0: And Musk, Musk is jitsu guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Yes, but I had to do two different lines. If this fight takes place in Russia, then Putin's <laughs> minus a thousand. And if this fight takes place in the USA, Elon Musk is minus two fifty. Because let's face it. But I want Elon cool. Musk to go to Russia and beat him, and then do the speech like a Rocky Balboa did in Rocky. It's uh, I, I can change, yeah. That'd
1: be perfect. Raph, I'd be curious. You, I like how you have different lines for different venues, but what are your thoughts on if there were Brazilian judges?
4: Ooh, I, I would say right now, since Brazil uh, is not heavy uh, Putin's favorite fans right now, I would still probably make Elon Musk uh, the favorite. And you know, this fight is for Ukraine. Whoever wins. Yes, for the right for Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. so, yeah, so the, You have to put that in the stipulation as well. Raphael, have you ever.
0: Do you have any scruples when it comes to setting lines? Have you like, will you literally put a line gamble on
4: anything? Uh, no, I know I, there's, there's no line for me. If I can research it, then I'll put a line on it. It's all that's what I, people are like. Well, you just make up stuff. No, I do a good amount of research and reading and calling and emails to people in the field. Who did you so.
0: email for Elon Musk and
4: Vladimir Putin? Uh, I did email them to just two people <laughs> that uh, that I know that that've seen him in the ring and. I had to dissect age and who had recent surgeries, which Putin has had a back surgery uh, uh, two years ago. So that was an effect of being the fight in Russia uh, or in the U.S. So there's some research, medical stuff. So, yeah.
0: Unbelievable, dude. Wow. I just I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, I have so many questions. Is there any other entertainment prop bets? Like, is there going to be like another laptop from Hunter Biden out
4: there? Like, what else do you got? I, I have it, but I, I opened it up and it was all uh, Pornhub stuff, and it wasn't anything. Hey, Raph, we love you, man.
0: VSI uh, Docsports on Twitter, and listen, one day's in, three days to go. Your sanity will come back later uh, next week, okay, buddy? Thank you, thank
4: you for that. That that, that comfort welcome.
0: And uh, I just vidding right now as Hearts on Fire plays from Rocky Four, A little Elon oh. Musk training in the. Uh, the mountains of Russia to fight Vladimir Putin. Unbelievable. You the man, Raph. See <laughs> you. See <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Imagine! Well, so Raph's married, L- lovely woman. Like, alright, so honey, don't talk to me for a while. I gotta I gotta put my nose to the grindstone. No, oh, what are you researching today? Yeah, a boxing match between Vladimir Putin and Elon Musk. I got some people to call